Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm a huge fan of your show. I mean, I don't know how you do it. The radio is like your kingdom. Kind of like the way the ocean is my kingdom. Yeah, I guess you're right. Except... I've peed in your kingdom. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! Hello. This is 80s Rock History 101. Jed the Fish on Rock of the 80s streaming. If you want to go to the rock show, I don't mind. Really? Are you sure? Sure. I haven't been to a rock show in a long time. The last rock show I went to was the Everly Brothers. Mm. You like the Everly Brothers? They're my favorite rock group. They're so good. And now. It's like I have Manny so much in me now. Like I've been with him for a year already. So it's like it's like he's in me now. So like I can't like push him out of me. Like it just comes out unexpectedly. Our feature presentation. Rico, that is not going to look good, the transcript, son. Mm. <laughs> That is not how you want to you want to phrase that. Mm-mm. I had forgotten about that uh, tape, Allie. I know we were talking about uh, the very talented young actor from Modern Family a couple days ago on his birthday, but I'd forgotten yeah. that we had him on early in the run when he was still a little kid. Just a baby. Just a baby. You hear that voice? You oh. go, well, that he's all grown up now. He's like 40 now, right? I think he's 64. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Old. Hey, party people. Welcome into yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show, this time for a Thursday, the 2nd of August. Monkey's on his way, by the way. Kevin will be here. Mm-hmm. Ran into some transportation issues this morning. He hit a bus. Uh, I, don't no? think that, I don't think that's what happened. Oh, okay. Uh, our producer is flying blind almost literally today. Yeah, just one eye. Okay, good. Yeah, so he's, he's okay. And uh, as if we're not down enough, uh, enough men, Chip is on the road. So Beer Mug is in on the ones and twos in the studio for the next few days. And uh, hey, Mugs. Hey. And I always think about when Muggs is running the controls, uh-huh. here's the here's the closest way I can explain it to our listeners. It's like if you're on an airliner mm-hmm. and the pilot has a heart attack and they come on and ask if anyone has any experience flying a plane and a passenger gets up and goes into the into the cockpit. <laughs> that is not true. Thank you, Ben. That, that's what it's no. like when Muggs is behind the board. It's like if the pilot had a heart attack and mm-hmm. the co-pilot's like, I can do this. I was actually just serving drinks in the back, and I was also giving a pedicure to someone in first class. He is a utility player, and Thanks. he needs to be respected. You, Allie. Thank You're you. welcome, Muggs. <laughs> well, let's um, let's see how we feel by the end of today's yeah, that, show. Yeah, that we? could come back and bite me. So, Muggs, <laughs> I'll be real upset if it does. <laughs> so, it sounds like that Mexico plane crash that's in the news this week may be what happens here because... 
Muggs will crash the plane, but because of your confidence in him, mm-hmm. everyone on board will live. Yes. And so no real damage done. And let's be honest, K Rock right now is mm-hmm. like the bad weather they were having. Yes. Everything that's true. is out of our control at this point. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All we're doing is just praying to Jeebus at this point. Good Lord. That's how it. is this station still on? I don't know. Honestly. Glue. Sounds like you're joking, but you're I not. I am not. They've moved everyone over to the new building except mm-hmm. for us. That's right. And I think they're just waiting for everything to finally break until they're like, okay, you guys can come over now. Yep. Yeah, systems are shutting down for sure. Even the lights in the bathroom don't work anymore. Lights in the bathroom well, have like this weird romantic <laughs> hue. It's bizarre. Well, they're not going to change light bulbs at this point. They're just going to tear the building down as soon as we leave. Well, they haven't given us new uh, paper towel for the bathroom, <laughs> so you're starting to bring your own towel from home. <laughs> you think I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. Certain parts of the station, you're like, God, it's hot in here. Oh, they turned the air off in this part of the building? Oh, got it. Okay. Great. Yep. It's true. Hey, um, real quick, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. I thought it was a fascinating story. Allie, I know you saw this. Maybe some of our listeners didn't. This adultery case that has been in the news in North Carolina, Mm -hmm. you saw it, right? Yes. It's really interesting to me, and I guess I'm confused. I never really thought about it, but is adultery a crime? Crime of the heart. It is definitely a crime of the heart, and it's definitely no bueno. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to be involved in it. But right. is it a crime? Like, if if your spouse cheats on you, are is there a legal recourse? Is there a a, 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 a broken contract, mm-hmm. for instance, that you can sue for, or what? I mean, I understand most of the time we hear about divorces as a result of adultery end up boiling down to spousal support and child support, right? But you don't actually hear any kind of penalty for the adultery itself. And that's why I was surprised to see this story. And apparently North Carolina is one of a handful of states that still has liability for adultery. I guess it goes all the way back to 17th century England, back in the days when the woman in the relationship was considered chattel, essentially, was the husband's property. And if somebody comes along and steals your lady, it's like they stole your cow and you are entitled to some sort of penalty, some sort of damages. Right, I hate I mean, everything about this. <laughs> essentially, that's where it came from. Though. Right. Okay. So now they have in the states that do recognize adultery as some sort of a crime, they call it alienation of affection. Basically, Hawaii is another state, South Dakota, but in North Carolina, apparently, it is very common. There are over two hundred alienation of affection claims filed every year. And this case that's in the news right now is a guy named Keith King who says that he had a very happy marriage. And uh, he works uh, in the BMX uh, stunt show industry, by the way. He runs a, he owns a company there. His wife, Danielle, is also part of the company. They have a five-year-old daughter. And they, he claims, Mr. King claims, that they had a happy marriage until this other dude, Francisco Huizar, came along and stole his wife right out from under him. And uh, they ended up divorcing, and he sued and was awarded, you ready for this, Muggs? Yeah. $8.8 million. Wow. Wow. million. Uh, 2.2 for the crime and then 6.6 for punitive damages. Now, I'm sure there will be some sort of an appeal. uh, And who knows whether that number is going to end up standing. And by the way, uh, how much does it help you to win $8.8 million if the guy you're suing or the couple you're suing in this case doesn't have it? Right. I was wondering if they were loaded or if if this was just... 
on principle. On, yeah, see, I can't imagine how. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure the victory feels real good, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that if he gets even a, a portion of that money, he is going to be able to get a much younger, hotter wife than the one he lost. Because if he's got millions of dollars now as a result of this, I mean, I think he kind of wins. Do you? Right? Huh? I mean, I mean, he he doesn't look at it that way. He, you know, and me. Uh, who knows? You ne- never can tell how much of this is just for show. You know, he has to look bereaved when he goes into the courtroom mm-hmm. if he's you know I- involved in this lawsuit. But he says, "I can live without money, but I cannot live without love." Oh, sweet. Wow. So anyway, I just thought that was super interesting, and I will definitely keep my eyes peeled to see. You know, and he he tried. I mean, there's a lot of testimony in, in the Washington Post uh, coverage of this. You know, he went to the dude and said, look, she's my wife. You know, leave leave us alone. She did everything. He did everything he could to try to win his wife back. But at that point, his wife just was, you know, was into the other dude, I right. guess. But uh, anyway, $8.8 million. And, and the last thing I'll say on this before we move on is... If that kind of money, if that's being handed out, if that verdict works and sticks mm-hmm. and some of that money is paid, how many couples are going to pretend that there's adultery involved? Isn't it? I thought it was just a loophole in that state. Apparently there are eight states where you can sue like this. Well, they got to fix that loophole because that's just, that's nuts. It does seem, it does seem nuts and it also seems like there ought to be a cap on damages. Yeah, you would, I would think. think. Right? But I mean... What I'm saying about the fraud, though, is a couple decides, hey, let's pretend there's an adultery going on. Let's go through the court. Let's get a huge verdict, and let's just stay together. You know what I mean? Let's just, oh. This is just a way to cash <gasps> in and win a bunch of money. Bean, look at you. Conspiracy so in, bean. In, in other news, Donna and I are moving to North Carolina. I just, Got wanted, it. To let, I just wanted to make that announcement. Okay. So, all right, let's talk about uh, today's all-new Kevin Beecher, shall we? Can I get a whoop-whoop? No. No. Oh. I don't know. You may want a whoop-whoop after you hear about today's program. It is... Uh, it's a fascinating topic and an interesting career option that is now available, and that is professional video game players who are at the point now where thanks to eSports and all the tournaments, you can, I mean, hundreds, maybe thousands of people are professional video game players now, and now there are scholarships available. And, Ali, you brought this article up, and some people are questioning the parents who would hire tutors for their kids to learn how to play better Fortnite yes. in hopes that one day that can be a career. Yeah, and a lot of them are saying, no, it's just so they get along better with their classmates so they can keep up in video games. No, you're hoping to cash in on your kid later. <laughs> yes, this, exactly. Let's just be honest. Uh, Nate Chops Johnson is going to be on the program today. Nice. He is with the Gentleman Social Club of Los Angeles, the SoCal Beard and Mustache Competition. Can you believe it's that time of year already? <sighs> just flies by, it doesn't really it? It really does. <laughs> Uh, People are dumb on the show today. Dr. Drew Pinsky is going to be here with his weekly visit on the Kevin Bean program. And apparently, um, I guess we'll give you a heads up for folks who want to, you know, check out for 10 minutes. But apparently the Armenian Comedian has a new album. A new album? I have not heard. Yeah, this is more than just a new song. I have not heard one second of it. (laughs) But Omar has and says we need to to know. So that's going to happen on the show. I'm all excited, brothers. I know you are. And... The final pair of tickets to join us this weekend, tomorrow, in fact, at the Kevin and Bean Built This Pool Singles Party. Your final chance at tickets all coming up. Plus, Allie's got what's happening, and that's next on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Time for what's happening, Allie. Well, what's happening is Kevin has rejoined the show. He was running well, hey, a Kevin. little bit late. Hey, everybody. Um, had to take an Uber because you you were down in Oceanside yesterday yes. hosting something. It wasn't the most ideal plan, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oceanside on Wednesday. Yeah, 
But uh, it was an Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. panel, which I loved. And yeah. Sean Hattesey is directing his first episode. Wow. And it was fantastic. And so a bunch of the cast members were there, and I hosted it. And there were a bunch of people there uh, asking questions and whatnot. Wow. And it was really fun. You hosted a panel. I did. Excellent. And I'd like to go so far as say, I did pretty well. Really? Yeah. How about is the arm? Is there any proof of that? Um, I don't think so. Then you did great. Perfect. Like Thank the you, the best, man. maybe. It was best the best ever. panel anyone's okay. ever hosted. Right, exactly. Arm movement. Arm movement was fine. Okay. Yeah. As far as I know. I don't know. It's weird to then watch yourself back and go, what am I doing? What if it was just like your right leg then never <laughs> moved? Your whole body's moving, but then everything else. weird leg. Excellent. It was and fun. The reason it was an Oceanside is because that's where the show is shot, right? Correct. Yep. Excellent. Really good. That was good times. Good Till this morning when my Uber didn't show up. Yeah. Then it's not so fun. Eh. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, here, let me let me change your whole day. All right. Maybe your life. My life. Yeah, this this Pretty has big this has a lot to do with you, you guys. Kevin oh. is about to become very, very popular again. Yes. <laughs> a reboot of the 1980s sitcom Alf yeah! is now in the works at Warner Brothers from the original writers. Thank God, because you can't just pop in there right? and think you're going to write for Alf. You need the original guys and gals. The show, starring the friendly alien Alf, which, do you know what it stood for, Alf? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't. I do, I do, I I don't. Bean. Ooh, ooh. Bean. Alien life form. Alien life form. He lands in the home of a middle-class family, and it's reportedly going to focus on Alf returning to Earth with a brand new family and characters. The original series ran for four seasons on NBC. No network attached just yet. I can't imagine they're not all right. champing at the bit, right? Sure. I learned that it was champing at the bit from being. I always thought it was chomping. Same. So weird, yep. right? Mm-hmm. We had, gosh, I wish I remembered his name. Who's the, the man behind uh, Alf, the guy who uh, does the voice and everything? We had him on one time as a mystery guest. Remember, we put him in the other room and put a voice changer on him, and people called in and asked questions and tried to guess who he was. Oh, wow. And he was a super nice guy, super fun. Really fun visit. Who could have well, guessed the voice of Alf? Who, voice of right? Yes. <laughs> I um, I don't. Uh, I may be a uh, bad person, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever saw Alf. <gasps> well, you're a bad person for a lot of other reasons. Yeah. I wasn't TV in in the '80s, so I missed a lot of shows. Okay. And Alf, I think, is one of them. I don't. I mean, I, I recognize him. I know what it, who he is, and what it's about. But I, I don't think I've ever seen it. Was it good? Um, to a kid, yeah. It was yeah. to me. It was great at the time. To a kid, yes, absolutely. Okay. So and maybe you, it'll find a whole new audience. Yeah, there. and if you don't remember Alf, maybe just hearing his voice would jog your memory. Do they have somebody to do the voice yet? Because Not yet. Available. And let's say this is your audition right now. Right. I need you to nail this, Kevin. No problem. Yeah! <laughs> right? It's uncanny. Right? That uncanny. Is best at only impression. <laughs> and you have to also now add Willie to it. Just okay. For, um, it's a callback. All right. Okay, you're back in. Okay. Kevin, we want to see you again. We thought you did great the first time, but we need to hear you more. No problem, Willie. <laughs> yeah! Right? I mean, here's your contract. All right. Amazing. Somebody contact me today and be happy to do it. That's really nice of you. Wouldn't it be amazing if Kevin became the voice of TV's Alf? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it would. It would be amazing. It would be bizarre beyond words. I would love it, and mostly because I would love if someone was still doing a show and then they could get all of the takes of your line reads. Oh, please. Like, I would nail them. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Like you did with the Grammys all those years? I mean, years? sometimes I made mistakes along the way, but that's yeah. behind me. That's totally behind you. Yeah, yeah. You've got a whole new outlook. Could we hear some of those just Grammy outtakes? I don't think we need to do that. Okay. Coming up, Mary J. Blige in a once-of-a-lifetime performance. To vote for Africa Miranda, send the number one. To vote for Brenda Radney, send the number one. Send the number two. <laughs> Coming up, Mary J. Blige in a once... God... Mary J. Blige in a once-in-a-lifetime performance. Sorry, people. I think it's... Yeah, I also think I screwed up the word one. <laughs> Coming up next, an unforgettable moment with Corinne bale Rea. An unforgettable moment with Cor... An unforgettable moment with Corinne bale Rea. Wow. With Carrie Underwood and Riscoe Flats. <laughs> okay, I said both those names wrong. Sorry, again. Ludacris. The 49th Annual Grammy Awards will continue. An unprovoked. <laughs> Let's do it again. No, you're not crazy. It's Gnarls Barkley. <laughs> yeah, that's um, vodka and Red Bull for four days in a row in Miami. I could quite possibly die during this recording session. An unprovoked. Yeah. I wish you could have seen the people there that were recording and then the script supervisor. Right. Just looking at each other like, what do we do? How'd this happen? Yeah. But you literally got called back in to do all that. You Four thought you years. were done. First year I did it with Bean. Right. No, but, I mean that then, time oh, that specifically. Time, yeah. You got called back in. You thought you were done oh, yes, recording yes, yes. everything. And I was coming back from Miami from the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I had done nothing but right. drink the entire four days. Right. And all I was looking forward to was getting into my bed. Right. Hey, Kevin, uh, we need you to come. What? Yeah. No, I need yeah. to go to bed. But correct me if I'm wrong. They hired you again after that. They did. And again. Right? So that's on them. It's on them. Right. Okay. Oh, it brings me joy. <laughs> and then they found out Ellen K was still alive. Right? And she's done it ever since. Mm. And then they made the right choice. Womp womp. All right. Some birthdays for you. UFC fighter Nick Diaz. Sam Worthington. And his dog spot. If you want a car, truck, go see Cal, right? Sure. Or a pussy That's cow it. for kids that grew up in this town. Every kid thought it was pussy cow, pussy cow, pussy really? cow. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Mugs? I thought it was pussy cow. Even worse. <laughs> How could you make it worse? I don't is, know. Is it that? I just what, said just pussy I thought you cow. said pussy cow. Good God. What did I tell you? Yep. You're right. You're right. You're what right. What did I tell you You're guys? right. Mary Louise Parker and Edward Furlong. Happy birthday, and that's what's happening. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Fortnite, back in the news. By the way, I don't uh, I don't play the Fortnite. Right. Not a big video game uh, person. I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of people are, and, and Fortnite has taken over in a way that I haven't seen a game take over in a long time. What was the last thing? Hey, Dave. Hi. What was, what was the last game that got this big, this fast, the way Fortnite has? Uh, Overwatch or Call of Duty? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What was yeah. the one where everybody was running around the streets looking for Pokemon Go? Yeah, Pokemon that, Go. Yeah, that was a was uh, huge. That was a mobile-based game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It has uh, just become a sensation, and there are a couple of different angles to this uh, right now. And I think we have a news report on how um, how many people are hiring tutors for their kids and sometimes for themselves, adults, to learn how to play Fortnite better because it's become a thing that you just have to know how to do if you want to live in modern America anymore. As Fortnite, the game, continues to dominate the world of video games, parents 
are starting to invest in coaches. Yes, coaches, they could be described as tutors, in the same way that they would for sports or academics. The Wall Street Journal reporting that parents are paying between Ten and twenty dollars an hour. I know people what? paying. I know people paying way more than that. By yeah, the that's way, nothing. Ten, that's nothing. Nothing compared to what's really going ah. on here in the big city, uh, the the Big Apple. People paying much more than that, so that their kids can level up, that they can try to learn different skills and hopefully get the win. There are kids, by the way, this is affecting their self-esteem. Yeah. They're on a team. They're, you know, this is the difference between being on the A team or the B team. You know, if you wanted to get better at basketball or baseball, you might... Except for that's a real sport and you're actually doing something. I know, but I'm saying this has become the social construct right, of hold what's on going for a on. Second. Yep. Yeah, first of all... She got some emails. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> first of all, sit down. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> Beat it, kid. <laughs> Beat it, kid, exactly. <laughs> Second of all, Allie, mm-hmm. do you think that the... Really? I just assume when I heard tutors, I mm-hmm. thought people are trying to enter tournaments. They're trying to go pro. They're trying to, I don't know, make money off it. It's really just so that you have bragging rights with the 10-year-old who live, lives next door? If that's true, then those parents have serious issues. But Even all- more so than if you <laughs> want your kid to be a legit eSports kid and get a scholarship. Yeah, well, that's the thing is there's also scholarships yeah, for college absolutely. involved, too. So yeah. maybe that's part of the reason why they're paying for coaches. Around America and in Europe, there's lots of places that are now offering eSports scholarships, right? But I mean, so again, I'm not a parent, but my 10-year-old comes home and he's like, Daddy, I'm sad. I keep losing in Fortnite. I go out and hire him a tutor so that he has, it, to improve his self-esteem so he doesn't lose? No, you say, beat it, kid. Right? <laughs> Get better. Yeah. Or go ride a bike. Something. <laughs> I. It's just, it's nuts to me. It's but nuts. But I mean, I understand Look, if the, if your kid is obsessed with Fortnite, your kid wants to play for. I understand you want your kid to be happy and you mm-hmm. want your kid to feel better about himself. It's just weird. I mean, yeah, they were mocking ten dollars an hour. Most of the articles I've seen, it's at least fifty bucks an hour to get a good tutor yeah. for Fortnite. Um, Dave, strong. how are you? How are you at Fortnite? A terrible. I'm terrible at all games though. Like any first person game, I'm always the guy shooting up at the ceiling. What if I got your tutor? I'll just do yeah, it, right? I'll be good. I'll learn how to build, and I'll avoid the storm and do Why all that stuff. Why doesn't your mom love you? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is so sad. I just need to fit in, guys. <laughs> all right, let's hear some more. Ball, you might... Except for that's a real sport and you're actually doing something. I know, but I'm saying this has become the social construct of what's going on with this is not, Okay, I've got Greco in my ear saying this is sports. This is not sports. This is gaming This is, sport. by the way, eSports. You've interviewed Bobby Kotick oh, and others. You know this not is sports. eSports. It's eSports. That's... I feel like they're off track here. They really Maybe are. they're a little bit <laughs> off track. All right, let me, just, uh, let me just decide it for those people doing the news and for everybody else. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Um, video games are sports. Golf is not. <laughs> okay. Good enough. All right, but, least, but, there's no, but there's not a great physical payoff. No, I mean, there's not. If you're, thinking yeah. about, if you're thinking about obesity rates in kids and wanting them to get outside and get away from these things, however, I do understand but, the way, you can the, make the, the argument the that the best social, ones this is work their social out and are like, You guys should talk at the same time. It sounds wow. great. <laughs> what show is this that I never want to Good see? Lord. I don't know. No, but the, but the yeah, best the real athletes. What? Work out their thumbs? No, no. They actually, it's like, by the way, golfers for a very long time didn't work out. Now you look at most professional golfers and they're ripped. I'm just... I'm what, I need to make sure I can hold my bladder for four hours so I don't have to get up from the game and go away? I mean, oh, she brings this... up a good point. A lot of right? people wearing diapers playing the game. That's true. <laughs> this lady needs to be put down. <laughs> that whole newscast does. Let me ask you, I know we're, we don't have much time, but let me ask you the scholarship uh, angle again for yep. a second. Um, if somebody's super good at Fortnite or whatever game, right? I know that there are people that you look up to and admire who are making, in many cases, big money playing these games, winning tournaments around the world. It's their livelihood. Right. But, mm-hmm. like with anything else in the world of entertainment, the chances are so infinitesimal right. that that's yeah. going to be you, right? It, it's the same thing with kids that are great in basketball in high school mm-hmm. and great in basketball in college and never make it yeah. to the NBA. Yeah. Here's Here's the thing that I'm struggling with. If my kid wasn't great at sports and didn't excel in school but they were super passionate about esports right i mean maybe i would spring just because for a that's tutor. their passion just because that's mm-hmm. their passion and if that's something that they want to get great at and then they can go to college with the scholarship on that i mean what's the difference between paying for a tutor for somebody for yeah. math or english or paying or for piano somebody? or whatever yeah, else they're absolutely into. it's and an extracurricular do we know how many um there are how many what? What? How many? Uh, how many um, scholarships? Scholarships. Do we know if it's just a tiny number? It's one place. Is it everywhere? It's, well, I think it's becoming more and more. Yeah, it's growing. Yeah. Well, by the way, it doesn't even matter if you get the scholarship or not, because there's people who who uh, stream on Twitch themselves playing. Right. Like Ninja makes millions streaming on Twitch. So if you get good enough, mm-hmm. and you know you're good enough locally, people will watch your Twitch to see how you play, and then you can make advertising money off of that. And hey, maybe that pays for some of your college. Not just or, getting the scholarship, or maybe you don't even have to go to college. If you've exactly, got that, if you've yeah. Got that with skill. the YouTube world and the Twitch world, mm-hmm. you could. Yeah. There's so much opportunities to make. But money. let's be honest, most of the kids suck at this game, and then they, <laughs> right. and then they get a tutor, mm-hmm. and after that, 
They suck at this game. They, well, they suck a little less. Listen, yeah. I, yeah. I hide a yeah. lot when I play this game, and they still find me, so they ain't sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're just sucking more. Well, probably. That's possible. The Kevin and Bean Show. Mornings on Carol Q. Quick reminder, by the way, you can still get the, at any SoCal High Topic location, the new K-Rock Gorilla sticker. You okay? That's not, uh, your, your cough button. Oh my gosh, I pressed the wrong. Your cough button is not working. She was pushing a button aggressively. I was pushing a button and my face was away from And what was the button that you were actually pushing? It was the on blue button right below the cough So you were turning button. your mic, you were making sure your mic was on. Okay. I love it. That was so good. I love it. Uh, gorilla sticker is the thing, guys, at the SoCal Hot Topic location near you, and you can win a, a concert for, with the band for you and your friends, a new car. <laughs> so Sorry. And a $500 Hot Topic gift card. Go to KidRock.com for all the details. <laughs> all right, time for People Are Dumb. Dumb. Uh, the first story comes from an Egyptian zoo that painted a donkey to look like a zebra. No, that's just, that's inappropriate. Come on. An Egyptian zoo has been um, stripped of its, um, I guess it's license. For allegedly. What's that? Accreditation? Sure, that would work as well. For allegedly attempting to fool visitors by painting black and white stripes on a donkey to make it look like a zebra. Uh, You saw the photos. I mean, it's so clearly still a brown donkey underneath. Yeah, it doesn't look. Terrible job. It doesn't look at, at all. Like, it's just insane. Like, Are, who... Did they really think, we're going to get away with this? I mean, I don't know. far and wide to see our zebra. Because there were, a bunch of, question. there were a bunch of kids that visited, and right. they're the ones that noticed. Do yeah. you think people were so stoked on a zebra? Like, was that the draw? They're like, oh, you guys, we got to paint this donkey. <laughs> it's Look, weird to me. That Look, is very weird. Our zoo is not doing the kind of business we need, but if we had a zebra, right. I feel like that would turn things around. <laughs> then they just start looking for what looks most like a zebra that they can paint. Um, it's a zonkey, is what it is, a zonkey. Sure. They should um, just bought one from Tijuana. They're everywhere sure. in Tijuana. Uh, this is not the first time it's happened, by the way. In 2009, a zoo in Gaza reportedly painted two donkeys black and white to replace zebras that had uh, died. And in 2013, uh, this is my favorite, a zoo in China tried to pass off a dog as a lion. Do you remember the pictures? Yes, Crazy. Amazing. It was awesome. When a visitor went to the cage to see the lion at the zoo, um, they heard a loud bark. What's wrong with that lion? So the dog started barking. They're like, that's not a lion. So that's good times right there. Um, A 17-year-old burglar allegedly broke into a home, woke up the owners, and asked for their Wi-Fi password. Very reasonable. Dude was out of of data. Understandable. So he needed some Wi-Fi. 17-year-old broke into the home, woke up the owners. How do you start that conversation? Look. I know I'm not supposed to be in your room. Right. I'm not here to murder you. Everything's going to be good. Yeah. I just need your Wi-Fi password because I need to get on Facebook. I don't like your the attitude and the tone of your voice, Kevin, because he needed Wi-Fi. Right. What was he supposed to do? Go without Wi-Fi? I mean, don't they have cafes and different places like that where yeah. there's Wi-Fi? He needed it now. This is also the second time he did that. The first time he, he went up to a house and he knocked on the bedroom window. Mm-hmm. Then a woman was inside yeah. and he like motioned her over. Sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, can I talk to you? Yeah. Um, do you have Wi-Fi? No. Like he was just gonna pick it up from outside the house. This guy really needs Wi-Fi. Serious. He's got to call T-Mobile or somebody and get a better plan. Just somebody give him the Wi-Fi. What's have the you guys downside? ever done this? Because I have. 
I can't remember a couple different times I've needed Wi-Fi. You know, the the cellular service wasn't enough, and I drove it in the parking lot of a hotel. Is that right? And, yeah, drove it to like a Motel Six or something like that because they always have free Wi-Fi with no code, and you know, just drove up next to a room and just used some Wi-Fi there and drove off. Huh? No, I've never done that. I didn't break into anyone's house. I'm not as cool as that kid. I don't know. This whole thing sounds suspect. Right? Pulling into a motel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Nashville, North, Car- North Carolina, the Nash County Sheriff's Office didn't need a stakeout to nab a meat packing shoplifter on Monday. Why? How come? I mean. How come why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you need puns to tell this story? Monday, deputies arrested a 47-year-old Keith Jordan after he found more than $160 worth of stolen ribeyes down his pants. At least he wasn't a hamburglar. (laughs) At least it wasn't skirt steak. (laughs) It's down his pants. Deputies found 10 packs of steaks on the suspect, who will, as the sheriff uh, officer wrote on social media, have no steak dinner tonight. Did they grill the suspect? <laughs> oh, no. No, they didn't have a pun that was anywhere near that interesting. They were yeah. all bad. Uh, was it tube steak? Oh, gross. Right? Kevin had to make it dirty. I mean. We were all having fun. We were all having fun here. Man accused of setting fire to a store's American flag because it wasn't displayed properly. Oh. Well, he showed them. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of rules where mm-hmm. if you if you have the American flag up at night, you have to have a light on it. Right. And they mm-hmm. didn't. Okay. So he lit the flag on fire. All right. That seems... Okay. Which seems a lot worse than not yeah. having a light on it. I'm not exactly sure why well, he did that. it had light yeah. on it. Uh, sure did, yeah. <laughs> Who loses the patriotism battle there, right? Yeah. And a woman tried hiding from police by placing a washing basket on her head. Oh, how'd that work? Um, not great. It's actually, um, you know, it, it looks like a um, hamper. Right. Look at this. It's so. Yeah, so that's she put a full hamper. She puts it on her head, but it only comes down like just below her chest. And she's still standing. She's still standing there, <laughs> so you can see her waist and her legs. <laughs> it's one of the most bizarre things that I've ever seen in my life. Um, she failed to show up at court, so officers showed up at her house, mm-hmm. and that's when she put the hamper on her head. It's not me. I don't know who you're looking for, but right? look, clearly it's not me. The white it's basket. Like a little kid would do that, playing hide and seek, and you'd be like, can't find Timmy anywhere. Right, and then you'd sit him down and go, Timmy, don't be dumb. Right, that's the worst. Right. <laughs> However, in order to try and fool the officers, she did put it on. She was standing underneath. The police took a picture of the disguise and posted it on Twitter. Oh. I love this. Um, with the caption, female located and arrested for failing to appear at court. I love that they take a picture of the woman and they put it up on Twitter to mock her. Yeah. And they should have. Sure. And this is People Are Dumb. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. K-R-O-Q. Hey, Omar Khan. Hey. It's usually not good news when you're in the studio. Oh, I love it when Omar comes This is in. great news, by the way. <laughs> I have new music for you guys. Oh, oh yeah. That's exciting. It's uh, this prolific artist. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he actually just uh, released a new track a couple of weeks ago. Is he uh, part of a band? Is he a singer-songwriter? What type of... Uh, you know, he's been probably uh, re- uh, recording music for about 25 years. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah he, 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 he's, he's so talented. Okay. And... Um, he is part of a band. The band's called the Sidecar Bandits. Okay, Sidecar Bandits. And uh, the artist is uh, Sam the Armenian Comedian. No. You know, no. if you yes. with that, it gives Mm-mm. us the opportunity to turn off the radio faster. Listen, uh, he hasn't released a full-length record since 2013 with the Sidecar Bandits. 
And the people have been clamoring for this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he comes into the studio yesterday unannounced. Unannounced. Okay, uninvited. Okay. He and he drops, up. he just shows up and drops off uh, this CD, which is a masterpiece. It's called so you, Drive Through. So you didn't have to participate in this at all. You didn't record this for, or anything, right? Nope. They they went into a studio and okay. it's a very professionally made a CD. It's got artwork and everything. Sort of does look professional. It's 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 pretty crazy where CDs are useless. Sam is making CDs Correct, now, yes. right? So that's totally what <laughs> Sam well put does. It on a cassette. Exactly, right? <laughs> um so I I took a listen to the CD and this is just just a like a, a emotional roller coaster of uh, what Sam's about. Okay. Uh, the, the first track I'm going to present for you, uh, you know, like any artist in today's society, it, it's hard from them not to get into a little bit of politics, right? Okay. So this is Sam, you know, being a little political, and I want you to guess what the title of this track is. Okay, I got a guess. Okay, is it? I disagree with the president's attack of on the First Amendment rights and the free press in this country. No, but close. Let's see if it changes it up here. Talk to me, I'll talk to you. Oh, I got it. Ali has it. Freedom of speech. That's it. You got it right. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. I mean, that was pretty sweet, too. Yeah, that's pretty. It's It's pretty jamming. It's got a Zappa vibe to it, that one Totally, right? Um, And we all know Sam. Sam Sam just wants to bring the people together. Right, sure. Right? So this is a song called Peace. I want peace in Syria. I want peace in Ethiopia. I want peace in Venezuela. Does it seem to you guys like the background singer is singing a completely different yeah. song than Sam? That's because he is. This is awful. How dare you? Listen, guys. This is one of those albums where 20 years from now, we're all going to look back and go, you remember where you were when? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I know Sam, over the years, has been asking you to do a Breakfast With show. Right. I think with this record, guys, we're going to have to do one. We're just going to have to. Um, By the way, you guys can go to sidecarbandits.com to check out the other tracks because he has a track on here called Mr. Santa, which is magical, and uh, (laughs) Tattoo, which is unbelievable. But the next track... Uh, gives us a little bit of insight to what his home life is really like. I'm tired of and My wife put together this tabule. Okay. Chilpare. Mm-hmm. What's a hamburger? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And some fries. Okay. You can hear the, the pain in his heart. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, yeah. is he um, getting worse? Uh, yes, first of all. And second of all, he's still 
married. Yes. And we've yeah. talked to his wife many times, and she seems intelligent. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She's very she's pretty. She's got a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. She's pretty. I don't know what kind of blackmail he has on her. Yeah. Truly. Stay together for the kids, man. Um, this next song is this my, last song. You mean I hope this, this last song that I'm going to play for you <laughs> is uh, uh, my favorite. And um, well, I'm not going to ruin it. Try to set it up. Okay. I just want you to interpret it. This is called Jungle Love. That's the jam right there. Yep. That's the jam. I would like to propose That's to the next the In My Feelings challenge right there. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to propose to the uh, to the Senate mm-hmm. that uh, Omar is banned from the studio for the period of one year. For bringing what? in a genius uh, artist? In the San <laughs> for one year, mm-hmm. Omar is not allowed in the, in the K-Rock studios. We got to get I... Mr. Weatherby on the phone. This right? is going to be the next single on K-Rock. <laughs> right? Yes. Sam, your thoughts? You guys are shit. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Sticker. Get it at Hot Topic, your destination for pop culture and music merch, with access to a private concert, a Hot Topic shopping spree, and a brand new 2019 Honda Fit. Driven by your helpful SoCal Honda dealers and their random acts of helpfulness. Guys, we got some uh, royalty in here, ladies and gentlemen. The president and founder of the Gentleman's Social Club of Los Angeles is a champion beardsman, Nate Chops Johnson. Chops, how are you? Doing well this morning. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Of course. You look fantastic, my friend. Thank you, sir. When you're, we have so many questions for you, and I'm so grateful <laughs> to be here. When you're uh, out and about uh, in a non-beard competitive situation, mm-hmm. people must uh, notice you, they must point, they must want photos, they must ask a million questions because you're walking around with that beard, right? Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, I get approached a lot on the street and in public, uh, or you know, people will shout out, ZZ Top, or uh, <laughs> thankfully it's not Duck Dynasty shout outs anymore. It's, <laughs> it's mainly ZZ Top. His beard does come down to his belly button. Yeah. yeah. So it's a pretty strong beard, actually. Do you like there. that attention? Um, that's kind of a, a weird question. Uh, yes and no. I, I've gotten used to it, but as a natural introvert, um, you know, I'm like, okay, thanks for looking at me. All right, stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I always wonder about the people who have something that's a, 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 an overwhelming physical characteristic, mm-hmm. whether they're incredibly built up from muscle building or they've got tattoos on their face or something that is always going to draw attention. I wonder if at some point they start to regret it and wish they could just be anonymous in a crowd again. Um, 
I really appreciate the times when I'm with uh, a group of other beardos. Uh, so that, beardos. beardos. Yep. That, Love it. That was said. <laughs> Love it. So that uh, I blend in a little more and I mm-hmm. don't stand out by myself. And if anybody approaches me, I can say, oh, you think my beard's cool? Check out my friends. And right. then I turn and go have a beer. This is when you're, <laughs> nice. dressed, you're dressed in all black, just walking down Fairfax on a Sunday morning, right? Uh, you, yes. <laughs> maybe you should have won fewer than 45 competitive bearding titles. Oh, Maybe that's, that's the issue. That's probably the issue. Too successful. <laughs> what what started it for you? When did you wake up and go? You know what? I'm just I'm just not going to shave anymore. Um, I've uh, messed with my facial hair since I was a teenager. I've been able to shave every day, you know, since my early teens, and uh, so I like to do something different and and kind of keep it interesting. Right. Um, the way that this beard started, uh, they're actually sideburns. Um, what? Because oh the, my gosh! Those yes. are, sideburns. These are sideburns. Thus, the name chops. So his chin, there's nothing on his chin, so that's Correct. the separator. The separator. What? Okay. And uh, about seven years ago, I discovered um, online. I think it was Facebook that there was going to be a beard and mustache competition here in LA. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, that sounds nerdy and goofy enough for me to do. Kind of funny. Let me go check it out. And at the time, um, I had a small, what I considered a full beard, which is about two inches all the way around. Mm -hmm. And I went to the meet and greet and saw that the category for full beards were actually for guys that had, you know, 12 inches and over beards. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that's not my... (laughs) Sorry. Okay. (laughs) That's not my category. Mm -hmm. So uh, I shaved my... chin mm-hmm. and entered in what they call partial beard or sideburns and now how I, big is the partial beard or sideburns competition are there a lot of people in that yeah because uh partial beard is considered anything that's not full from side to side so right goatee is also partial beard okay or, uh, a fu manchu mustache is also considered okay. partial beard nice. because it, it borrows from down here how seriously are these competitions um, I mean, you have like announcers that are hyping people up and you have music that comes on oh yeah bring- absolutely well the mc um I, well, I am see here in LA, and you so do. I like to, you know, hype people up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, we have a DJ that um, I help curate the songs because, you know, they have to be awesome. Sure. And <laughs> um, but I mean, everybody doesn't get, you know, their, you know, Rocky Eye of the Tiger entrance song. Right. I was going to ask, do they have, like they have walk-in the songs? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like mm-hmm. coming into the into the arena and you know, Clever Lang's on one side and Rocky's on the other. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be now, pretty cool, by the way. In terms of your beard, yes, ma'am. What's the daily upkeep for this? Um, this is how I normally wear it every day. Okay. I, I know the photos that you guys have seen. I have it fixed up pretty tightly. Right. right. Um, and so every day is I, I wash it about every other day. Okay. Because mm-hmm. if you wash it too much, it'll start getting and just dry normal and shampoo. Um, I. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can use normal shampoo, and then uh, I put a deep conditioner in it uh-huh. that I leave in, and then I put some beard oil in there, and then maybe something for a scent if I'm feeling, you know, funky. I mean, day. it's uh-huh. it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful beard. <laughs> Thank you. You look fantastic. Now, do you have a lot of styling options? Like a like a lady with long hair can put her hair in so many different ways. Are there multiple looks you can have with that beard chops? Yeah, there are. Um, I'm pretty boring and basic, though. I mm-hmm. usually keep it like this unless I'm competing. Um, I will braid it in the summer just to get it off my neck. I was or, just going to yes. ask, what happens when it's 118 degrees? It's yeah. very hot on the neck, so I'll braid it you know, for the summer or if I'm watching Game of Thrones just to be you know, in the mood. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, we're talking to Nate Chops Johnson here on the Kevin Bean Show about the Gentleman's Social Club of Los Angeles. We'll get into all the details about this weekend's beard battle, but I have to ask, and I apologize because I'm sure you get asked this all the time. Go ahead. 
Uh, what do the ladies think, Chops? Oh, they absolutely love it. Oh, um, you have groupies? Oh, absolutely. Really? Very much so. Has it ever been a problem with somebody that you've wanted to date who just did not dig it? Uh, no. Um, usually what happens is, like, if they're unsure about it, it's usually like, I don't know about this. Okay, this is awesome. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like so you win them it. over. I'm okay. sorry? So you win them over, basically. Yeah, basically. Okay. All right. Let's talk about what's happening on a Saturday at the Hi-Hat in Highland Park, because this sounds like a super fun event. Uh, sure thing. Um, so we are throwing our third beard battle. Um, and what that is is a beard and mustache competition. There are 10 different categories. Uh, all the way from natural mustache to uh, beards over a foot and crazy freestyles, which is an anything goes category. And you have a panel of judges? Yes, we have okay. a panel of judges. Uh, we picked um, five esteemed judges from the community that, you know, are well respected and have one in their own right, in their own category and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, okay. We also have a ladies category, which oh. is an arts and crafts category. So the ladies make dioramas out of uh, into beards and mustaches uh, out of anything from bacon to chain mail to uh, I've seen go-kart tracks with the cars what? moving. Yes, what are you seriously. doing, honey? Making a bacon beard. <laughs> you have I no idea that. how normal that is in my community I for that statement. That. <laughs> it's great. You got any beef with other people? No, not usually. What mm-hmm. about Jack Passion? No, oh, oh, that, that guy. Don't even bring up right? that guy. Oh, no. Jack's actually, um, he's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got some moments, but he's a cool guy, and uh, he's kind of disappeared from the bearding community. Sort oh, of like what happened? Was he but... disappeared? No. <laughs> Did no. someone make was him go away? Was he disappeared? Oh. <laughs> that was good. It wasn't. When he <laughs> disappears, <laughs> though, does that just mean he shaves and then walks into a crowd and then nobody ever sees him again? You know, we really don't know. I mean, there's rumors that he's, you know, a waiter in Silver Lake. There's rumors that he's really? moved back up north. I uh, love you know, that there's nobody a mystery of what happened down. to Jack Patrick. Right? I have pictures with Jack Patrick. Passion. Yeah, that beard is impressive. He it's was actually at the first good. competition yeah. uh, that I ever. Ali, you got to get Mankiewicz on this. We got to find yeah. that. Yeah, we're going to date him. Yeah, oh. for sure. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So the Beard Battle LA Part Three is yes, going to be at noon Saturday at the Hi Hat in Highland Park. It's only what fifteen bucks to get in. Yeah, fifteen uh, bucks for spectators and twenty-five for competitors. And you are okay. raising money, and I want to make sure to mention this: the benefit uh, beneficiary this year is the Los Angeles Food Bank. It is, awesome. it is. Uh, all the money, all of our proceeds go to the LA Food Bank. We keep nothing for ourselves. Um, the club will keep probably a couple hundred bucks for a scratch for to start next year's competition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but for every dollar that we raise, that's four meals that the LA Food Bank is able to give. Uh, or, or create for the hungry and Los fantastic. Angeles. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. And I wonder how they're making a meal out of a quarter, by the way. That's another uh, <laughs> question for another day. Uh, uh, it's uh, also a canned food drive. So if you bring in canned foods, um, you know, vegetables, meats. I feel and, like that's dangerous because if somebody doesn't like your beard, man, you're getting thrown. Oh, it? Yeah. No, they have mm. to leave it at the door. I see. Um, okay. But you'll get a raffle mm. ticket because we have a lot of raffle prizes going on as well. Well, so. it sounds like a wonderful organization and a Thank super you. fun event. And we'll put all the details up at the Kevin Bean socials too as well. BeardBattleLA.com is the website of the event. Again, is this Saturday at noon at the Hi-Hat in Highland Bar. Chops, uh, you, so you're competing also? Uh, no, sir. I am MCing, just MCing the event. You're MCing, really? MCing the event, have you yeah. retired? 
hired as a competitor? Uh, no, I'll compete later in the year. Nationals will be in uh, Virginia later this year. Oh, so year, you just don't so. mess with the smaller stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I go to any and every beard competition you I do. can because uh, it's really all about, you know, the camaraderie and friendship. It's a com- the, like total community, right? It really is. Wow. And uh, the beard competition just happens to be the reason everybody's there. Mm-hmm. So it's party, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, Saturday, have the competition. Woo-woo, all right, business. Yeah. Party Saturday, party Sunday, back Love to it. work on Monday. Is there a bad boy of beardy? Hmm, I don't think it's so. If not, you should take that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just say you. Yeah, do it. I feel like I'm too The nice. bad boy All right, Josh, we're rooting for you. Thanks so much for coming in and sharing the Thank good news. Thank you all very much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. I want to see some naked dudes. at the scene on the rooftop of Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino this weekend. We're talking about the final tickets for you and three friends to join us at the party. We're talking about round-trip transportation on the Kevin Bean Party Bus, two-night stay at the hotel, brought to us by the Happy Time Murders in theaters everywhere on August the 24th, by the way, which is all street, no sesame. So what's the, uh, what's the, what are the instructions for the callers on hold? If uh, are, We're not at uh, desperation, are we? No, no, yet no. Here, Kevin? Not desperation, but why okay. do you deserve uh, to go to this party Rather than everybody else on hold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are so you going to all... give them a time limit? Yes. 15 seconds. Ooh. Oh. Oh, that'll, that'll add some additional pressure. Right? Yeah. All right. So last chance, last pair of tickets. Who's first? All right. Let's start with Josh. Um, good morning, Josh. Good morning. How are you doing? We are good. Thank you. Doing great. All right. So since you're up first, we'll explain this. We're going to hit a timer. You're going to have 15 seconds to sell yourself and why you need to be at the party. And uh, and then we'll kind of de- kind of decide. Hopefully, there'll be somebody who'll be a clear winner. Otherwise, we'll do a drawing and everybody will be in. You ready to go? Ready. And go. I am a single father of two lovely little girls, and I've run some bad luck lately. I'm trying to meet some new people. I've worked too much to get out and, uh, you know, get to meet individuals on, on my own basis, so I figured you guys could up, 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 Okay. All right. All right, so ladies, if you're looking for somebody with a lot of baggage who works too much to spend any time, <laughs> come on, come on Bean. Bean. Then Josh is for you. Josh, He's a break. working hard for his two little girls. Right? He sure is. Let's go to uh, Jesse. Good morning, Jesse. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And we move along now to Raul from Riverside. Raul. What was Jesse up to? I don't right. know, but I'm afraid where his phone was. He's underwater. Good, uh, hi, Raul. Good morning, Ellie. Hey. Hi, hi. Good morning, Ellie. Good morning, Kevin and Bean. Good morning. How you guys doing? We are hi. good. Right. You got 15 seconds. You ready? Yes, sir. And go. All right. Just keep it simple. Uh, I was engaged for four years. And it's going in about a year since uh, we broke up. And I think this will really help me move forward, you know, in a new chapter. <laughs> so you're saying the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else? Oh! Yeah! <laughs> All right. Well, By the way, who's engaged for four years? Yeah. That's odd. Okay, hold on. Hmm. That is uh, right? curious. That's a long it? time to be engaged. All right, where are we going? You want to go to Bernadette. Good morning, sure. Bernadette. Good morning. All right. Are you ready? you got 15 seconds to tell us why you need to be going this weekend instead of everybody else on hold. I'm ready. And go. Um, so yesterday when I said I drove 28 hours from Washington with my kids, I was told, well, that's just stupid. I did it because I was escaping a 10-year really terrible relationship. Um, and I wanted to come here and start my life over. And I just got my first apartment. Oh. oh. Sorry, time's up. 
Wow, look at that with a th- with a callback to yesterday. Mm-hmm. That does change everything. All right, Bernadette, <laughs> thank you very much. All right. Let's go to uh, Justin. Good morning, Justin. Good morning. How are you doing? We are good. Thank you. Going to Vegas tomorrow. We have 15 seconds for you to tell us why you should go rather than everybody else on hold. You ready? All right. Sounds good. And go. I'm an Asian American, you know, and I got rights. Um, been down on my luck recently. My homie got drunk. I ended up saving him. I ended up going to the hospital, and he ended up going home that night. You know, I took a 40 to the head, took a knife to the okay. chest. Okay, wow. I completely wow. lost track of that story. I think he took a 40 to the head. I'm not sure what that means. His I did hear, hey, look. friend was a, stabbed, so right. he defended oh, stabbed. him. Someone yeah. oh. me over the head with a bottle. Okay. Wow. A bottle, okay. Like a 40 ounce. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, for the ladies say, who are looking I'm for Asian. some excitement. I just, I have rights. <laughs> That's what he said, yes. <laughs> that was a very good story. <laughs> I love right. it so much. Look, I don't know that I'd want to date Justin, but I would enjoy the hell out of Justin at a party. <laughs> you know what I mean? He sounds like he's bringing some fun. Right, yeah. but I feel like we're trying to find people that other single people would like to meet. Uh-huh. Oh, so, so maybe, people don't want to meet an Asian. Is that so what you're maybe saying, he'll, Kevin? Maybe he'll bring three good friends. You are wow. racist. That as long as his friends are white. Is that what I hear from wow. you, Kevin? That is not true, sir. Wow. All right, let's go to Carla in Los Angeles. Hi, Carla. Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning. Are you at 15 seconds? Are you ready? Yes. And go. Okay, I think I'm a sweet girl that just has some bad luck at dating. Um, with my online dating experiences, I've either encountered guys that are flaky or way older than they claim to be. And my last date I went on, the guy randomly started talking like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> Randomly talking like a pirate. Okay, that's yes. fun. Holy that crap. <laughs> that is fun. Thank you, Carla. Wow. Let's do one more. Make it Heather. Culver City, please. Line nine. And then we got some tough decisions to make to fill up the last seats on the Kevin Bean party bus to Las Vegas tomorrow. Hey, Heather. Good morning. Good morning. You got 15 seconds to tell us why you deserve to go. You ready? Ready. And go. Okay. Um, it's been a little bit of a bummer summer. My friends and I have been getting ready for this party without even realizing it. Working out, getting tan, getting ready, long hair, sparkly bikinis, all ready. Three friends, ready to go. All right. See, it's not fair that she can read our minds. Right? <laughs> not even fair that she knows Kevin Abin that well. <laughs> She's using Jedi mind tricks on us to get us to pick her. Mm. Come on. This is a tough choice. This is. You know what? This is the thing we always say uh, about the Kevin Bean singles parties, is we end up getting there, and it's the nicest bunch of listeners. Yeah, agreed. And it's such a good time, and lots of people meet. And um, you know, I feel like we can't go wrong. We got a great batch here. But uh, you guys have a favor. You guys have somebody you are in love with at this point. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The dude started talking like a pirate. That's pretty good. That's you deserve Vegas <laughs> to me. <laughs> but then right, Justin, Justin saved his friend's life. Justin he saved his friend. Took a bottle of the head. And Asians yeah. have rights. I heard a right? guy on the radio I heard that say too. that. I so I like that. him. And, I like and him. by the way, we have the deepest respect for Bernadette moving to Southern California to start a new life. Absolutely. Get, get out of that abuse. I mean, talk about somebody who deserves a good man. Agreed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So oh. is it a drawing, you guys? Because I, I don't know how to break hearts like this. I, I don't I love either. them all. I, I did, too. Let's get mall tickets. 
Can we do that? No. Oh. <laughs> We're all excited. <laughs> we get in oh. a lot of trouble. <laughs> all right. I'm just going to vote and see what you guys think. All this right. Is tough, and I apologize. I am going to vote burn to death based on backstory, based on she sounds like a super nice lady. I know she called yesterday, too. She's trying real hard to get into the party. And I and I, I feel good. I feel good about Bernadette as a person. You like old timey names. I do That's like true. old timey really names. That's probably why. Very popular in the 1910s. Well, what Dick's, <laughs> what Dick's Kevin and I are going to look like when we're like, f her. Sure, she left a horrible relationship, but she <laughs> no, no. But to you a go, pirate. you go for Heather in her sparkly bikini if that sounds better for you. I mean, it's pretty good. I'm good with Bernadette. I am too. Okay. Bernadette. I'm going to cry. Congratulations. You're going to Las Vegas? You couldn't have picked a more grateful person. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. That's so sweet. That is sweet. Don't cry. I mean, I still hope hope Heather will come work here, though. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for calling. We'll see you tomorrow. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock KROQ. Allie is here with another look at what's happening. Anybody check out Dan Reynolds' Twitter last night? Dan Reynolds, lead singer of Imagine Dragons. Did not. He was posting some videos last night that had a lot of people talking. Okay. I was alerted to it. Um, Somebody on my Twitter said, what do you think about all these Illuminati videos he's posting? I'm like, wait, what? So I clicked on it, and I'm like, he's making fun of people that think the Illuminati's real. Apparently... Hold on a minute. Yes. It is real. Okay. But go ahead. Apparently, a lot of different uh, blogs, news outlets, entertainment outlets started writing stories about Dan Reynolds exposing the Illuminati. Here's just one clip. Okay, guys, the time has come. I'm just going to break it quick, clean, get it done with. Doesn't matter that I signed a blood of. Doesn't matter anymore. The Illuminati's real. I'm a member. It's how Imagine Dragons got famous. I'm tired of the politics. So he signed a blood oath. I mean, he just he wants to get it but out. He doesn't care anymore. No, he just needs that sweet release of getting this off his chest. Mm-hmm. Here's another. This put, puts me at great risk putting this out here and telling you guys this, but I want I believe in full honesty. And uh, Beyonce is not talking. Chris Martin, nobody, nobody's saying a word. So there it is. There, you know, there. He's got a good point there. So now he's naming names. names. Right. Jay Z's in the Illuminati also, right? Well, you can't have. They're both in it. You can't have Beyonce and not him, right? Right. Don't you think he was saying these other big music stars aren't saying anything about the Illuminati? Because they're in it. Oh, I didn't realize that that was both of them. I thought they were. Okay. All right. Is he naming more names? I'm going to give you all the details as quick as I can. Uh, The president, Elon Musk, uh, vice president, uh, Harry Styles, treasurer, uh, Beyonce, uh, 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 Taylor Swift is historian, and uh, that's that's all I know. Taylor Swift is in the the Illuminati? And she's the historian. She has a job. I didn't know that. Yeah. Come on. That changed things, Bean? How else will she have gotten famous? I was going to say, not her music. Everyone she's mentioning is playing stadiums, okay? Right. So draw your own conclusions. Right. Does Coldplay play stadiums without some sort of help from a secret government organization? No. Right. I mean, I'm going to say yes on that, but go ahead. Absolutely. Wow. So this is big news, Big Dan. news. And then he realized, oh, my God. People think I'm serious. So he wrote, I can't believe I have to post this video. <laughs> hey, guys. This is live coming to you from uh, the Illuminati headquarters here. Um... So, <laughs> I can't even handle the news outlets that have picked this. 
You guys should be ashamed of yourself. Just, I have no, that's my only comment. You should be ashamed of yourself. Because they got to him and they told him he better reverse course immediately. Or bad things were going to start happening to his family. Make it seem like you were kidding the whole time. Yep. Yes. Maybe take your shirt off like you do on stage. That'll Mm -hmm. distract people in these videos. Sure. Now, Allie, you seem to know more about the Illuminati than I do. What happens when somebody is powerful and fill in stadiums like Madonna is a perfect example, who we used to hear was in the Illuminati all the time. Mm -hmm. And then she's not as famous. Does she still get to be? Does she still have a She gets kicked out of the Illuminati. Or do they kick her out of the Illuminati? They kick her out, man. It's like Menudo. Or are there levels? You can age out. (laughs) (laughs) Are there levels to the Illuminati? Once you're here and then you start kind of dwindling. Like maybe now she's a soldier. She's no longer the queen. That's Beyonce. But she Mm. can still be in the army. Right. She's in the B-League of the Illuminati. I feel like this is a breakthrough on my understanding of the organization. That Taylor news is shocking to me. I mean, I got to tell you that I think Dan was joking about the whole thing. Yeah. I don't, I'm not 100% sure because that's okay, exactly yeah. what he would want you to think. Mm, He's going to out there in mm-hmm. plain sight. Good point. Right. Right. All right. Bean's gone bye bye. Anytime we joke about the Illuminati, I get like eight page emails. Yep. That are like, maybe, I, maybe you shouldn't joke about it. Maybe if you actually learn something about it. I feel like know. maybe we need to learn something about it tomorrow on the show. All right. I think we really need people to call in and well, inform you're us. Just, you're asking Ian to call then. Of, <laughs> of what's really going on with the Illuminati. Yeah. It's uh, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But Dan Reynolds, not in the Illuminati, is what he wants you to think. Or is right. he? Now, right. I'm, now I'm just so confused. Right. I don't know what's up and what's down. Hey, guys. Final season of Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown will air this fall. Here's what they're going to do. It's a seven-episode season debuting in the fall. One episode highlighting Kenya will be the last one to feature him as the narrator. So the other ones, which they're set in Manhattan's Lower East Side, Big Bend area of Texas along the border of Mexico, a region of Spain and Indonesia, those will all be completed by the directors who film them and then use audio of Bourdain that was captured on location along with follow-up interviews of others. And then in tribute to the late star, the penultimate episode. That always sounds weird. When it I does, say. yeah. Yeah. It's going to feature cast and crew discussing the series with behind-the-scenes footage, which is kind of nice to be able to wrap it all up in the way that they see fit. So, again, final season of Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown will air this fall. Some birthdays for you. Sam Worthington, actor, Terminator, Salvation, Clash of the Titans, Avatar, Nick Diaz, UFC fighter. Hitting people, sure. kicking people. Permanent scowl. Yeah. Always seems upset. Kind of like it. Mary Louise Parker and Edward Furlong. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Show K-Rock. Hey, um, Dr. Trapinski is going to be joining us. We have a, a very important uh, topic that we want to talk to him about, but we also need to ask him about summer penis because apparently... <laughs> is I, summer I penis can't. a thing? Oh, absolutely. No. Summer penis is a thing. I don't believe this. And I know it sounds like the name of your favorite new band, but summer <laughs> penis is a thing. And we have an actual medical doctor whose time we will waste with that coming up next hour here on the Kevin Beach Show. First Allie, would you mind refreshing our memory on a story you brought us yesterday about the very funny and very talented actor Topher Grace, probably best known for that 70s show? Yeah, Topher Grace is um, a great actor, wonderful man, now starring in a new Spike Lee joint about the KKK, the Black Klansman. And in it, he plays basically the head dude of the KKK. The Grand Wizard. The Grand Wizard. So I can imagine that would be a stressful role to play. Difficult headspace. Probably, yeah, get get into your head. So how do you relax? How do you kind of de-stress from that day at work? Well, he's been doing this for a while. One of the things that he likes to do, I guess it's his hobby, takes his mind off things, is he edits movies. So he took all of the Star Wars prequels, brought it down to 85 minutes. Is that right? Edited so that those together. are the ones that most everybody... Panned and hated? Yeah. So, so he, he t- made it much shorter. Yeah, so you understand what it's all enough. about. Not short enough. Um, but he did the same thing while he was filming this with the Hobbit movies, the Hobbit trilogy. They were pretty long as well. Very, very long. And he shortened them down to a two-hour film. So that's what he does when he has extra time. Yes. Huh. And he, he said he doesn't want to be a film editor by any stretch of the imagination. It's what some people look at fishing or woodworking. This is what he does when he feels like he needs a break from stuff. Now, let me ask you this, because we feature a lot of videos that appear to be edited by amateurs Mm -hmm. on Kevin Bean Internet Roundup. For instance, we have have a video that we put up earlier this week of somebody who's gone through and has selected a word here or a sentence there from a a 200 movies Mm -hmm. and has the people's dialogue singing Never Gonna Give You Up. What a gigantic waste of time that was. Go ahead. But my question (laughs) is, do you think that's somebody who... They're not getting paid for that, probably. They just think it's fun. They just yeah. like going and cutting up little pieces of movies and putting them together. Is it mm-hmm. the same sort of thing you think Topher Grace gets out of, which is just gets you out of whatever's going on in your life. You just concentrate on that, and at the yeah. end, you have something that, that may not even be for other people. It's just for you because it's fun. It's a totally different headspace, and then at the end of it, guess what? You have something to share with everyone. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it got us thinking about unusual hobbies that people have. And that's the topic on the table here this morning on the Kevin Bean Show at 1-800-520-1067. Because I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. I haven't never either. heard of it. My wife, <clears throat> she's, um, it's Donna, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, her name is Donna. Has decided that she wants to take a taxidermy class. Mm-hmm. That is something that she is interested in and thinks will be a fun hobby. She's going to taxidermy you. (laughs) She might. (laughs) Now, some people might find that to be a little bit of an oddball hobby, but obviously there are thousands and thousands of people around the world for forever have been Mm -hmm. doing taxidermy. It's not for everybody, but but for some people they might like it. Yeah. 
Here's a, we're going to take your calls again, 1-800-520-1067. If you have an unusual hobby or a hobby that, you know, you talk to people and they don't know, they've not, not heard of somebody who does it. What about the people who, and I don't know that this is popular anymore, but used to be for hundreds of years, people who build those little ships in glass bottles. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That used to be a thing that people mm-hmm. really, really used to be into. Uh, there are people who, speaking of models, there are people who that's their thing is they just go out and buy a, an 800 piece Millennium Falcon right? And, and put it together and paint it and the whole deal. Yeah. Um, milk bottle collecting. Now we haven't even talked about collecting, yeah, but true. that kind of goes in the category of hobbies, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. If it's so, what you like to do with your spare time. Yeah. Sure. Here's a guy named Paul Luke who has over 10,000 different milk bottles. That's his hobby. Uh, Here's my so, thing, though. Most of these people, at the end of it, when they finally get it, it still doesn't matter to anyone else. <laughs> yeah. You know but what I mean? Like, he, no one cares who has milk bottles. But the right. enjoyment that he got out of it makes it all worthwhile for him. Agreed. Um, here's a very popular uh, hobby that I find very odd, but obviously Porn? you've heard of it. Um, train spotting. Okay. Okay. That's what train spotting is. It's people who, as a hobby, watch trains for fun. They want to see the various trains that come by and what company makes them and what the number is of the train. And they keep track of them in little yeah. booklets. And they go around, drive around in the country or go to other countries and but try to see different kinds of trains. Then it leads to heroin and there's a baby nope. on the ceiling. Just the movie. Just, just the movie. No one wants that, right? I assume that's the same with airplanes, too, because there's that yeah. little park over by LAX mm-hmm. where you can watch yep. the planes come in. There are a lot of people. Um, uh, there are uh, uh, so many birders. Look at all the people who go out, and that's their whole life is when they get free time. They go out and see what other bird can I spot that I haven't seen. Wouldn't it be notes. funny if birders were the ones that were making the bird noises outside Allie's house? Not <sighs> birds. To attract other birds. <laughs> Not birds at all. <laughs> birders. All right, a couple more, and then we'll take your calls on your oddball hobbies at 1-800-520-1067. Don't see this much, but people are into soap carving. Uh-huh. Soap Have you heard carving. of that? I mean, you I've take, heard that it exists, but... You take a regular bar of soap, and then you carve it into a work of art. And apparently, there's a whole set of tools and techniques. Beginners start by carving fruit, and then they move on to carving soap. And at the end, you have, you know, you have a flower. You have a city, uh, you know, cityscape or something like that. Mm-hmm. But do you still have just soap? It's just soap. Okay. Again, none of these are yeah. for you, Kevin. Gotcha. None I, of these are for you. Gotcha. I have a friend that... It did something I was like, what are you even doing? Until I saw some of the final products and I was like, this is bitchin'. And there's a whole community of these people online that make miniature everything. Oh yeah. So they I've make seen that. the miniature little person, then well the person's gotta eat, so they have a mini kitchen. Then they make mm-hmm. a frying pan. Then they put the egg in the frying pan. It is fascinating to see what these people can create and how amazing and how tiny everything yeah. is. So detailed. Yeah, that's yes. cool. I have visited, Ali, the uh, Traveling Museum. It's the world's largest collection of the world's smallest replicas of the world's largest things. <laughs> and it is That's really awesome. That's a long title. <laughs> it is awesome, though. So, they, yeah. so in other, instead of going to see the world's largest thermometer mm-hmm. in uh, Baker, you actually see a tiny replica of the world's largest <laughs> That's th- thermometer. Amazing. Which is sitting next to... You know, a thousand other tiny replicas of the world's largest. That's pretty awesome. All right, let's take uh, one call. If they could put line one on hold for us, please. 1-800-520-1067. We're talking about your unusual, your oddball hobbies that you have. They're going to give us, um, is it Miko? I think Miko and Burbank. Welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. How are you? 
Oh, I'm good. I've called way too many times for it to be normal. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miko, we're talking about odd uh, hobbies. What do you have for us? I am part of the Society for Creative Anachronism. Society for Creative Anachronism. All right, could you yeah, explain, help, please? Help, please. So the easiest way to explain it is it's like Ren Fair, except we're not actors entertaining an audience. We're reenactors doing it for ourselves in medieval Europe and the world. Okay, so n there's never a crowd, there's never strangers that are there watching you. You just do it for yourself. Well, there are some people who will, like, walk up and go, oh, hey, what's all this? What's with these giant dudes hitting each other with swords and full plate armor? Right, and then just one okay. of the guys just stabs him with a sword and they move him out and <laughs> bury him in the woods. But how is it's this true, different? Yeah. How we is this like different? Anyway. Is this the same as like the Renaissance Fair guys and gals? The Renaissance Fair guys, they are doing it as a performance. Ah. So they they'll pull their punches. We have dulled weapons, but they're really wailing on each other in the plate armor. Okay. So they're fighting for real. Okay. And is this something you participate in as a as a fighter as well? I'm not a fighter. I'm a big sissy. So instead, what I do is I'll do medieval-style calligraphy. I will do weaving. I'll do the costumes that people need, even some medieval-style cooking. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, it sounds like you enjoy it. It sounds like you're lucky to have found your tribe, Miko. Absolutely. Okay. As I say, welcome home. All right. All right. Huzzah. I don't think that's oh, that's I, not how okay. yeah, yeah. one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Your weird hobbies. We'll talk to you next on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Talking about unusual hobbies that you have. Topher Grace likes to take nine hours of movies and edit it down to two hours. That's what he does for fun. I think I need to watch those. Yeah. I, does he put them up, Allie? Are they up the on YouTube? The Star Wars one was a huge hit when he okay. did all the prequels. So I assume this one might go up. That's very cool. So we're talking about the unusual hobbies that you have. Why don't we start with, wow, we got some good ones here. Let's start with our old friend, Paul. He's in Placentia. He's on line two up first on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Paul. Hey, guys. How you been? I'm great. Um, I'm an adult fan of Lego and A-Fall. Mm. <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's the abbreviation? A-Fall. You're an A-Fall. Okay. A-F-O-L. Is there a uh, large community of adults who are into Lego? Very large. I belong to a huge club in L.A. called Lagola, the, the Legos Users Group of Los Angeles. And we have okay. a convention every January. It's uh, coming up January 6th and 7th at the Pasadena Convention Center. It's a huge deal. How about that? I got to tell you, I feel like Paul, and we know Paul, I mm -hmm. feel like everything he's telling us is B.S. And he's no, making no, stuff. He's completely true. on brand. He's yeah. just making stuff this, up. No. no, this totally makes sense. Okay. I love and, that Paul already knows the date of next year's convention. <laughs> I love that. And January the last 6, time we had Paul on was when I realized I've been saying Lego wrong my whole life ah, because yeah. I always put the S at the end, and that really ticks off your your people, right, Paul? Well, some of us, yeah. Um, <laughs> on a side note, I've I've been invited by Lego to go to Denmark in September to display at the Lego house. <gasps> That's as That's big huge. as it gets. Are you going to do that? Yeah, yeah, they're flying me out. Free trip. Fantastic. No All right. Yeah, so, so there you go. He's a he's a Lego adult Lego enthusiast. Thank you, Paul. We appreciate the call very much. Good luck. Have fun in Denmark. All right. Let's try Jules. Los Angeles, line four, up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Jules. 
Hey, what's up, Kevin and Bean? How are you guys? We are very good. good. Thank you. What, what is your unusual hobby? I've picked up this new unusual hobby where I'll go and take tiny planets in like weird places. Like I took a tiny planet on the toilet, made it look like I was on a toilet planet, a bathroom planet. All right, you're gonna have to um, back up for yeah, me because I, I don't know. I don't know what a tiny planet is. What does that mean? A tiny planet? It's a photo that looks like a little planet, okay. and the only other thing on the photo would be you know yourself, you know, kind of standing on this little planet. And then I use like a 360 camera, which are like these new cameras that they're releasing that. Which are amazing and relatively cheap. Yeah. Uh, Odd. This is a couple hundred bucks. This is very. uh, This is very strange. That's quite a specialty. You do this at concerts. I've done it at some concerts. I've did it at a festival, and the first time I did it was at a festival. And you know, I've always felt like going to a festival was like being in another world. And so I did a tiny planet, and it was like a little festival planet photo that came out with like a bunch of lights and people running around on it. Looked pretty weird the first time I showed somebody, and they were like, "What is that?" Like that's a tiny planet. And then you said, "Let me show you one of me on the toilet." Sure, yeah, <laughs> hey. that one was great. Now I swear I was the first one to do a tiny planet three sixty photo. I mean, do you have to send a photo to us? <laughs> I think we need the toilet photo, Jules. I think, that's I think what we, we're getting. We at. need to pick up the toilet. <laughs> yeah. And I also think Jules should not put any of this in his dating profile. I also Correct. believe very strongly in that. See, Thank you, you Jules. haven't seen tiny planet pictures. They are. Fascinating. To really? Look at. Yeah, they're they're amazing. Jewel, okay. send it, okay? Yeah, please do send it. We appreciate it. All right. Let's try Ty, Los Angeles, line three, up next on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Ty. Uh, ahoy. Ahoy. Ahoy to you as well. <laughs> Are you talking like a pirate? What's going on? No, I, I, I build model warships, and we arm them with BB guns, and we shoot each other, and we sink each other. So you actually have combat with model warships. Model warship combat is the name of the hobby. Yeah, on a on a pond or something. Yeah, a pond out in Chino, uh, uh, Prado Lake. We do it the first Saturday of every month. Mm-hmm. We get between four and fifteen guys with guns and boats, and they shoot each other, and we sink each other. And sinking the Bismarck is really fun. Right, that's what that's I've a, heard, <laughs> and that's a euphemism, right, for what you and the guys are doing. <laughs> I can honestly say I have never heard of this no. before. How do you, forgive this dumb question, but how do you shoot a BB gun that is on a ship that's in the water? Because you guys, these are models, so you're not in the ship. How do you fire? Yeah, no, it's, it's radio control. Okay. Uh, the guns, for the most part, are fixed. They're not actual BB guns. We make them out of uh, copper tubing and uh, uh, plungers and pneumatics and solenoids. And there's sure. a CO2 bottle on the boat. Okay. And they, they shoot and it goes right through the hull. And, and uh, if you don't have enough damage control, you sink. Are you the, are you the champ, Ty? Uh, 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 locally. Mm-hmm. Locally, I'm pretty good. Okay. Would you say that it's, there it's are... A national hobby. Would you say that there are mostly women in this group? Because I'm guessing it's almost entirely ladies. Uh, uh, my daughter battled for years. They called her Lady Macbeth, uh, oh, and then wow. she got bored. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's so, all guys. Ninety-nine percent guys. Sure. Okay. okay. All right. Well, she's got a very cool dad then. All right. Thank you, Ty. <laughs> Appreciate that. Do we have time for one more? Uh, sure. Let's try Dean Hollywood. Line one. Uh, good morning, Dean. Hey there. Hey. <laughs> Weird hobbies. This is uh, turned out to be fascinating to me because I haven't heard of any of them. Mm-mm. Yeah, well, I um, I have a YouTube channel devoted to mocking people who make fake UFO videos on YouTube. 
How do you know they're fake? Dean? Right. Maybe they're real. Well, let me tell you, mm. uh, by profession, I'm a visual effects artist. Ah. Okay. So I'm able to dissect these videos and explain why they're fake. So you take every single video that comes out, like the one over Phoenix a couple of years ago Uh and all that kind of stuff, and then you just poke holes in it and tell everybody why it's fake. Yeah, there's an actual cottage industry of fake UFO videos on YouTube. I know you're probably shocked. But um, the, the top fraud probably makes about 300K a year. What? Wow. And has, yeah, and has about um, over a million and a half subscribers. Wow. How about that? And and how is your channel doing in competition with that? Oh, not very well. Nobody likes okay. to spoil sport. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm going start, to start a new YouTube channel. I'm going to tell people all your videos are fake. How about that? <gasps> oh, look at oh. that. Oh, fake inception, no, you... Dean. <laughs> it is, oh, it is on, back. Dean. You're going down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Guys, Dr. Drew Pinsky's on the phone with us. Right? Hey. Dr. Drew. Hey, Doc. I'm good. What's going on there? Good to talk to you, man. You do a lot of good work. Thank you. Just want you to know that. We very we much go. appreciate it. set up. Right. Whoa. No, this is not the a ba- set up a lot. The backhanded just... thing is you do a l- more work. But a lot of good work. No, I'm not saying that at all. Okay. I'm just telling you that Dr. Drew has become a such a fabric of society. He's a guy that you can't imagine before there was a Dr. Drew, and I think sometimes we just all take him for granted that he's out there working really hard every day, all day, to try to educate us. That's all. And I just I appreciate that as busy as you are, you still take time to come on our show every week. It means oh, a lot to us. My privilege. I enjoy it. I really look forward to it. I enjoy it. So well, let's okay. see what you, here we go. Let's see what you think <laughs> after this topic. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Now we do have the topic that Dave told you about, and we're gonna get to that but we also have something else that came up this week that none of us had ever heard about and we needed to run this one by a medical professional and that is are you familiar with summer penis i have i've heard of the idea of summer penis yes and (laughs) and i i was an early proponent of the idea that males testosterone levels fluctuate in leadership positions in good relationships in seasons and I, I've heard partners of uh, men report that the penis seems to change in size and dimension at times. Mm-hmm. Now, and does it have anything to do with the heat? Well, that's what the summer penis theory is. Right. It may have something to do with the you know time seasonal variations in testosterone or something, so or being unclothed and being sort of stimulated by the world we're you know looking at. Because when it's mm-hmm. cold, it's just not fair. What? Oh, it's, well, I mean, there's there's the cremasteric response when it's cold. Everything pulls in. Right. Protects itself. War- stays warm. Yeah. Yeah, we need less shrinkage and more summer penis. So your advice then, Dr. Drew, would be for us to move to a warmer weather climate year-round then if we really want to be packing. Well, I'm not sure it's, sure it's going to make that much difference. I'm sorry, okay. gentlemen, number one. You're not going to be packing, Dean, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, Hmm. I, I'm not. I, I'm learning a little bit about all you guys. Sure. Okay. All right. So there, we're going to put you down as a yes for summer penis. In, other things that are important in a relationship. How come guys can have summer penis and I can't have like winter boobies? Why can't my boobs get bigger 
Well, they do. They change as well. They they change, you know, with the adipose distribution as you gain or lose weight. But in Allie's case, not enough. And believe it, not they do with arousal too. There's some swelling and stuff. And so, you know, they can change. Okay. Like from a B to a D? Not usually. I want that season. (laughs) (laughs) You want the same thing Bean wants, which is too much. I want exactly. (laughs) All right. So that's thing uh, one. Here's thing two, Doc. And I I apologize because I know we've asked you a similar question in the past about uh, you and the and Mike and the Swole Patrol podcast and you guys are always talking about how much meat you eat and people are always reaching out to you on social media talking about how they're eating so much more meat than ever before and it's working so great for them. And well, during the summer because of summer meat. Summer meat, right. So <laughs> here we go to the most logical extreme. Here's an article that says their diet, 100% meat and they say they've never felt healthier and they spotlight people who are eating 90 to 100% of their diet is just meat. Yes. They're cutting everything else out of their diet. Yes. Yes. And there's a bunch of people here who say that feels good for them, and, and, and there's no way this can be healthy or sustainable. Well, that's not necessarily true. I mean, we, the, the bottom line is we don't know, so I am certainly not an advocate. I'm not saying, hey, this is what you ought to do, and this is the healthiest thing. My sense is I, I did that diet, and I kind of am doing it now. i got to tell you, it's what I've been doing for about four months. Right. So no vegetables, no potatoes, nothing no but – No potatoes, but I do eat vegetables. What do you eat for breakfast? It. What do you have for breakfast? I, I Just now I had a hamburger, three eggs, and some spinach. And, and oh, I, oh, my God. And then I'm carrying with me in my little satchel – <laughs> three more, three more hamburgers and a bunch of bacon. Your mercy! You have three, three more hamburgers and a bunch of bacon, and, a bunch and of then ba- I'm going to come home and have steak tonight. That's not a little satchel. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> That's a and, lot of meat. And here, it, but don't do as I do. I'm not suggesting. There's a guy named Sean Baker, is an orthopedist that's been an advocate. He's the one who went on Rogan's show and kind of really popularized this recently, yeah, right? That's right. This that's is what he said. Uh, from the time he wakes up, there's only one thing on his mind for breakfast: a medium rare ribeye steak. Oh crazy. my gosh! Crazy. That's and crazy. I'm not advocating. I, I don't think this is a young man's diet, but for guys my age, I got to tell you something. I have never felt better. I've never needed less sleep. I'm stronger than I've been in since oh. I was like 28. My belt has gone up th- three loops, the other, the right direction, and I'm, I'm, and my cholesterol. I just had it registered, and it's the was the best cholesterol reading. Of my life. Okay, see, this is... Forget older or younger. Of my life. I've been trying to get my HDL up forever. It's up. This is crazy. My triglycerides have never been lower. Right. My blood pressure is low. It's crazy. My dad did this years ago when Atkins became super popular. Yeah. His cholesterol, like you just said... Un- like off the charts, good cholesterol, bad so, cholesterol down. Everything. So here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. All right. It's an easy diet to sustain. I don't even think about it. I'm never hungry. I'm not. I'm not getting on and off a scale. I'm not trying not to eat. I'm not doing anything. I just pack my bag and off I go. And I have lost the the predominant weight I've lost has been in my my waistline where where. What's called central obesity, and we do know that that is a major mediator of the metabolic syndrome. We think that the adipose there is actually sort of an organ that works as an inflammatory agent that can affect your arterial function. So my thinking is that this is just such an effective diet at eliminating that that phenomenon of central obesity that that issue itself outweighs by orders of magnitude any of the other concerns that we might have related to fat and meat. 
Is that part of your uh, stomach the worst, the hardest part to lose weight? Yeah, that punch. I, I've never been able to do it. And, and right now, it just it fell off that area. I couldn't believe it. And by the way. Sun kind of gross. Sun picks. <laughs> if somebody had told me, like argued with me that, that and reported what I'm reporting, I would not have believed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you're eating bacon all day. Right. And, I, and again, I'm, I, we don't know what it means long term with this diet. So if you're in your 20s and 30s, Probably not for you, I, but if you're in your 50s, 60s, it, it might be a, a solution. I like, I like that Dr. Drew has chosen a diet that he's not positive is good. Well, but, but you understand <laughs> the difference, difference between what I do for me and what I advocate for patients. I have to have the data to be able to advocate for patients, and we just don't have that data. My okay. dad has sustained it for over 15, 20 years. Wow. And he's doing great. All right. We're, we're, we're out of time here, Drew, but I have to ask. Uh, you mentioned maybe for men in their 50s, 60s. How about women? Does the same thing work for women I, or no? It, it's a great question. My, my my sense is it probably isn't quite as as, as uh, astonishing for them. Because for men, okay. I, it seems to support our whole... It, myself, my whole hormonal profile mm-hmm. is going more towards summer penis. Okay, understood. <laughs> That's say no more. Got it. But what Doctor- about meat sweats, Dr. Drew? <laughs> That's right. Right? DrDrew.com is the website, by the way, for all the podcast live appearances, Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on 790-KABC, where all the cool shows are. And the Heal app you can download wherever you get your apps and see a doctor in the comfort of your own home. Great conversation, Doc. Thank you so much for the time. We'll do it next time. Okay, talk to you. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Rock. Yesterday, I asked you the same thing. When Muggs steps up to the microphone, Mm -hmm. do I turn it on? You said yes. I think Muggs has... Then yesterday happened. Right. Any change of mind? (laughs) Change of heart? I think Muggs has got a pretty good batting average. Thank you, Bean. I really do. So he struck out last time, but he might hit a a ground rule double this time? Yeah, you don't... At best? Why not just... Yeah, you don't bench a dude because he strikes out one time, man. He's still a team player. I mean, Muggs has struck out more than once. I'd just like to put that out there. But I'd like to say that All great players do. I I turn Muggs. By the way, You're Team um, Mugs, the guy I'm that team started Muggs. Fire Beer Mug. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd also like to say, you look at the list of the uh, all-time greatest home run hitters in baseball history. Oh, yeah. A lot of those same guys are also on the all-time strikeout list. Right, exactly. Just but, how it works. But they also hit home runs. And that's the, different uh, from beer. Hardest <laughs> thing <laughs> to do in sports is to hit a baseball. Right. That's, that's true. Yep. The uh, new limited edition k Gorilla stickers, why we're bringing all this up is that all, as you know by now, SoCal Hot Topic locations, you're trying to win yourself. A lot of yourself. guys eat sunflowers, like on the, on the bench. Sunflower seeds. Let me do the thing okay. here, Allie. The entire flowers? The entire Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. You're trying to win the intimate show with the band, also a 2019 Honda Fit and a $500 Hot Topic gift card. Now, all that is going on at all Hot Topic locations, but every day there's also a super special location that Beer Mug is at with additional prizes, and that's what he's here to tell us. Today, only four more stops left. Nine of 12. We're going to be at 239 Los Cerritos Center in Cerritos, uh, giving in the new Demon Days uh, sticker away. We have Demon Days tickets, System of a Down, and Incubus tickets, Rise Against. So make sure you show up at 1 o'clock. Bring your summer penises. I will be there, ready to take them. Will you them. be checking? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like he does. Right. <laughs> I was, I'm going to say that was a clean single right there. That was for a clean single. <laughs> was it an error, though? Was it an error? Like the second, nope. second base, base. base. Did he, he trip over base. the bag, though? <laughs> right. <laughs> a little bit. One to three at the Hot Topic in the uh, Los Cerritos Center. That's today with Beer Mug. Look for the K-Rock band. All right. Time for our final look at what's happening. Here's Allie. Guys, I want to give you something. You've listened to the whole show. I mean, you deserve it. Because you can't win unless you've listened to the whole show. You That's have to correct. tell us what we've done. You can't mm-hmm. just be checking in now. Here's what you're going to get. 
You are going to get... Yeah. That music has something to do with it. Two tickets to Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back in concert at the Hollywood Bowl on August 11th. Yeah! Yeah. You're going to watch it on the big screen up there. And then John Williams' iconic score is performed live by the Los Angeles Philharmonic, conducted by David Newman. If you haven't seen the bowl when they put on shows like this, it is so much fun. That's fantastic. Such a great time. They're doing A New Hope on August 7th and 10th, but The Empire Strikes Back is August 9th and 11th. And if your callers 10 and 11 right now at 1-800-520-1067, you are going to get a pair of tickets to Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back in concert at the Hollywood Bowl on August 11th. Good luck. What is the attraction of Star Wars? Who can say? (laughs) Who can say? (laughs) Who can say? If you missed it, big news right now. Blake Griffin has to fork over $258,000 a month in child support for his two young children with wow. their mother, Bryn Cameron. Uh, this is according to court documents obtained exclusively by Radar Online. They've been in a nasty paternity case and civil suit ever since he broke off their engagement shortly after he started dating... Kendall Jenner. That will that will break up a, a couple usually when sure. he starts dating someone, especially Holy a Kardashian. Holy mackerel! I know it's true. In court documents, Cameron claimed that he booted her and their two children, Ford, who's now five, and Finn, two, from his twelve million dollar Pacific Palisades mansion, and she was reduced to being homeless and only had a hundred bucks in her personal bank account. Unreal. So here's the thing. He signed a five-year, $173 million contract extension with the Clippers. Yeah, last July or June, and then was traded to the Pistons in late January. Because nothing says smart like picking up a guy that's always injured with that contract. That kind of contract. That's the life right there. The life right there. That's the life. Mm -hmm. So apparently she's getting $258,000 a month, which turns out to be. a month, though. You mean a year? No, I mean an actual month. Oh. Which turns Turns out to be about three million a year, and it looks like his annual income now from the Pistons and then other sources, including his investments, his annual income is about thirty-five million a year. He has done a lot of stuff. That is true. That is well. absolutely true. But if you, I think if you do the math, that winds up being about what ten percent of his salary, which in California. I think he's getting off pretty easy. Amen to that. Right? No one will find it. The numbers are insane to us, but, you know, we don't have that kind of money to be doling out, right? Right. I mean, I don't. Bean does, and he would have had another million if he wasn't so kind. Right? (laughs) Or or, or dumb. (laughs) Kind or dumb. Fine line. Oh, it's such a good story. This is very, very bizarre. Not sure if you saw this yesterday, but TMZ snapped a picture of a stand-in for one of the child actors on the movie Good Boys. The actor is a placeholder for Keith L. Williams, who's 11 years old. So while he's on break, they have a stand-in. The stand-in was in blackface because Keith is an African-American 11-year-old kid. Oh, and that was for so, the lighting and camera and everything like that's that? That's what they're saying. He was in uh, dark makeup, also wearing a fake afro and a fat suit. 
Production company is defending the move, saying it's not uncommon and it's just for lighting purposes. It's like when you hold up a white sheet sheet of paper so that they can get a you know like a white white balance. balance, Sure, but are there no eleven year old African American kids around? Here we go. It's on. Race war. Race war. Not everybody. A full war yet. It's going down. Race war. Come on. Race war. I mean, it's possible they don't have... I don't know who this actor is that he's filling in for, but it's possible mm-hmm. it's not a big enough role or that he needs a, a body double, for instance, or a, even a stand-in. So maybe it's just whoever's around, let's just throw them in there for the lighting. And, I put, don't think and put this, blackface on him? I mean, for the... It, look, I sort of buy the explanation as to why they did it. Hmm. Yeah, I, do I don't think they were at all doing it to be racist, if that's what people are now suggesting. Well, they're it definitely sounds racist. doing it to be cheap as F. Oh, yeah, they're definitely <laughs> being cheap. There's no question about that. But I don't think, I mean, I think it, it that's a logical explanation to me as a as a, a layperson who doesn't know anything about how TV and movies are made. It sounds like it's possible. Okay. All right. So it. are they under fire for it? Absolutely. You see how white people do? Right? Yeah. That's, that's what true. I'm saying. How much would you guys pay for Han Solo's jacket? Not a collector of that kind of stuff, but I would guess it would go for Han Solo's jacket. Mm. $60,000. 60000 I think it would depend a lot on, you know, which one, which movie, which scene, how iconic is it? Mm. Okay. Well, this should tell you how iconic it is. A UK-based auction house prop store is holding a huge sale on September 29th. His jacket from Star Wars is estimated to sell for $650,000 to $1.3 million. Somewhere that in that ballpark. That was mind-blowing. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy, right? Wow, yes. Also, up for auction, Indiana Jones, his brown felt fedora mm-hmm. that he wore in Raiders of the Lost Ark. That yep. Estimated to go for as much as $400,000. Yep. And Michael J. Fox's Marty McFly's Back to the Future 2 hoverboard. 40000 to 66000 And it doesn't even work. Right. Right? Yep. And if you're a little bit more on the romantic side, what about bidding on Rose's farewell note to fiancé Cal from Titanic? That's Kate Winslet's note to Billy Zane. Mm-hmm. Could fetch upwards of $8,000. Who are you people? Right? People with too much money. Amen. Some birthdays for you. Sam Worthington, Nick Diaz, Mary Louise Parker, and Edward Furlong. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Riley. The so-called helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. tomorrow morning. An all-new Kevin and Bean show with Steve-O. Yeah, dude. Uh, (laughs) The Illuminati. What is it? Well, I think that's been blown wide open from the world of Imagine Dragons, right? <laughs> John Sin, who won $8.8 million at the World Series of Poker. He was the uh, winner, overall winner. We're going to have it in the studio tomorrow. That's Will not you... in one tournament, is it? One tournament. No. Yeah. Will you play a hand against him when he is here tomorrow? Sure. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you can beat anybody in one in hand. In one hand, of course. Yeah. One hand is total luck. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, sure. Uh, and we also have Keep It 100, because it's Friday, tomorrow morning. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Oh, no, you did not. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.